This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Book Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you're listening to the Blue Monday podcast. It's a weekly audio show, it's a daily audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Richard Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom, and I'll be here each and every day with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for sometimes informative but always irreverent hour of football conversation. Make your Monday a Blue Monday. Dave, the floor is yours. Why am I in a bad mood? Um, Blue Monday, Blue Tuesday, Blue Wednesday. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, all I can put it down to, Ben, is um, technical technical difficulties would cover that. Uh, well, what did you that, get? What, what did you get up? yesterday? Yeah, what did you get up to last night, Dave? <laughs> well, um, um, unfortunately, I missed the bloody end of Arsenal um, somehow coming back to get a three-three draw after being three-nil down. Doing which, what? Uh, I beg your pardon. Do, what? Doing what? What do you mean, doing what? Why, why did you miss it? Oh, I see. Why well, I missed it? Because I was, um, I did an, uh, a pod with you, didn't we? And it was an eighty-minute um... podcast. It was brilliant, frankly. It was, you know, it was witty. It was on point. There was passion. <laughs> we had an argument. I interrupted you. You interrupted me. Had everything that people like. Well, actually, what do people like about our podcast? They just like it <laughs> when we argue, don't they? <laughs> Not when we argue, I had my landline going off, my front door slamming. Um, Mrs. I said, I tweeted out today, Mrs. D had the hoover on in the background. Oh, it was all going on. It was just the usual podcast um, Skype sound effects, really, wasn't it? So after all these excuses and filibustering, I would just like to apologise to the listeners. We did, procrastinating, um, we did record a podcast yesterday after Dave hung up the Skype call, I tried to press stop on my laptop, which promptly crashed in the worst way possible. I loaded Pro Tools back up, and it was gone. Uh, Matt Thomas says, enough about your problems. I had to resort to an old Kermode and Mayo podcast from September Whoa. to pass Whoa. the time. Oh, dear. I, someone, I, I met Mark Kermode. Uh, yes, I think. Did you meet him up in was it Edinburgh? Um, no. is in Bournemouth, so you couldn't be further. That could be further apart in the UK. Yes, well, it could be Lands End and John O'Groats, technically. If I you look on my, they... if you look on my Facebook, uh, my Benjamin mm. Bloom Facebook, um, mm. and scroll down for about half hour, he's he actually announces me onto the stage in a theatre in Bournemouth. Oh, that's right. I the do UK's remember that. foremost 
uh, film crew. And to be fair to him, he watched all my set from the from the wing. So um, uh-huh. there we go. But he's not the best wing thing in Bournemouth, is he? More of which later. Um, oh yes. Uh, Ian at Lofted on Drive says missive honed and sent. Love the show. This is half to Graham and half to us. Don't forget to press record like the Blue Monday lads, will you? Um, love the show. Um, we need to apologise as well to Graham. Um, we're not starting off a Wednesday night war here. That's, <laughs> that's a silent yeah. dog whistle to Daniel. That's a wrestling reference. Um, this is the only night the Blue Monday podcast will ever go out on a Wednesday. We are in no way competing with you, Graham. In fact, no. we love you lots. Um, we love him. I think I think the banter competition, as usual, is won by Mrs. Nuts, who says, for fuck's sake, oh, yeah. another loss after 80 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. Someone else, they, someone else, I can't remember who it was, tweeted that, um, did we actually um, resort to using the C word? Well, I think probably um, <laughs> you, you, you probably did post-podcast, didn't you, last night? What, I, what I would podcast? Imagine. Yeah, dear. Exactly. Man. Post-recording. Uh, Jonathan Cook says... Um, in with home fans at away games. That's a theme later. What about going ape when we score um, against Lincoln on Saturday? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, nice one. Uh, Alex Smith as well. Speaking of Bournemouth wingy things, every week I see Fraser on the assists or score sheet. Can't believe oh. he played for us, even if it be 15 but, games. Right. What a, what a, but last night, what a typical Fraser game. Um, brilliant. Won a penalty. Scored a goal. <laughs> goes off injured. Oh, did he? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, right, what we're going to do, Dave, because you're a bit strapped for time, we are going to do the news, then we're going to do the Bristol City game, then we're mm. not going to do any roundups. we're going to go to the Fangio, then we'll do the QPR game, uh, right. and then we'll do CV, which you know what the answer is, so you're not getting involved in that. Um, Statman, <laughs> don't mention the player at any point during the podcast. Um, Got it in one. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get it in one, yeah. Um, Statman, and then we'll do the preview of Lincoln. Does yeah, that yeah. sound okay? That, that sounds uh, That sounds jolly good. Right, you should be a pro at this, Dave. You've got two minutes to sum up reclusive billionaire Bruce Wayne's um, in-program five-point plan um that was published at 5 a.m on twitter if that's not burying some news i don't know what is dave anyway marcus evans five point plan in 30 seconds away you go sustainable consistent long-term strategy every 10 years and stay over the club club competing on another player field due to complete level yeah it's um it's a five point plan for a sustainable and consistent long-term strategy for the club sorry he's um now entering his 10th year since he's taken over the club and his main his main gripe, we've heard it all before, is the club aren't competing on a non competing on a non level playing field due to competing clubs' parachute payments. And he cited Norwich and Newcastle as two clubs who in the last transfer window being September, um, August, September spent a hundred million pounds. How much they, Dave, sorry to interrupt, how much did Newcastle take though? They took about oh, oh, sixty massive. million or something, didn't oh, they? God, I mean, was it what was Wijnaldum? Twenty-five, was it something like that? Yeah, he's, oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah so no, I, I don't think that's quite. Um, right, that, yeah, there's quite that larger argument there. Um, I mean, he's point one, great, and yeah, signs of that to a degree. Excuse me, significant financial commitment to the academy, and enabling a steady flow of players into the first team. So I think we'd agree to an extent there. Um, point two, to provide a sustainable and competitive squad salary budget. Well, we we dwelt on that somewhat last week. 15th, we, we think, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Um, 
average at best. Well, that's not, it's not, it's not competitive if it's 15, not in no, a 2014 league. No, no. Not at all. Um, three, make annual investment funds available to purchase players in the early stages of their career and um, assist in Which, their development. We'll give, them a, we'll give them a pass on that one because um, the last signings, Webster, Ward, Sears have all been good, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, for maintaining a stable... <laughs> sorry, no, take that back. So maintaining a stable management and coaching team. Um, and he, he paraphrased this. Try to back managers as long as realistically possible and no plans to change that policy. And point five, and... Yeah, probably the most important point of all. To develop a team to play attractive and exciting football. Interesting. So, is this is this all lip service, Dave? Are you any the wiser? It's it's all fairly standard stuff, isn't it? And and most of which you've heard the, the manager say on occasions. Certainly, um, um, with regard to the parachute payments when we've been on the end of a defeat or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's nothing new there, is there really? And I've if- got to say, there's a couple of points there. Um, and it is starting to show um, commitment to the academy to name a steady flow. Would you hardly call it? It's more like a trickle in recent seasons. However, as we all know, uh, yesterday, where are we? The day before, was it young? <laughs> I've lost now. I've lost Monday. days. On Monday, oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, we did have, okay, Dezel on the bench, but we did have Josh Emmanuel, Miles Kenlock starting. So, you know, that's a, yeah, that's, that's, that's a positive, a positive sign there. Obviously, we've got Bishop, who I think, if fit and playing well, would be, would, Hopefully, Smith. be in the team. The team, Tommy Smith, of course, Luke Hyam, um, if he ever gets makes an appearance. Um, so yeah, there, there are there are signs there, but I think you made a good point. Um, I've heard you say before you made a very good point with regard to the parachute payments, with regard to the top six. Ben. Yeah, so the current top six: uh, Reading, um, Newcastle, do Brighton, Leeds, Sheffield Wednesday, and Huddersfield. Five yeah. of the top six are not receiving parachute payments although the caveat is we think Sheffield Wednesday and Brighton have got big investment certainly Brighton I fair guess, money yeah. behind them so yeah. um, I think I think the conclusion we made in yesterday's effort at doing this was that <laughs> um, it's all fairly much lip service that no one will pay any attention to if they string 10 games of <clears throat> two points per game together and and you know two of those points if they play an exciting brand of football and within that team playing the exciting brand of football they have a two or three or even four academy players, everyone would be highly delighted out of all. Absolutely. The, the, the sticking one with most fans is um, maintaining a stable management structure. But, um, we're, we're, more, more of which, more of that. More of which <laughs> later with substitute gate. Um, let's quickly do some transfer stuff, Dave. Yeah. So we put a poll up saying, where would you like to see money spent on uh, in January? Uh, here's the yeah. results, Dave. 5% wide players, 8% defence, 36% centre midfield, 51% up front, and I jested brilliantly. See, this is a problem with repeating jokes now. This is not the first time this year that 51% of the population has thought one thing and I've thought something else. But um, <laughs> what's, your view, what's your view on that? Is this football supporters um, oh, yeah. always looking for the, the old centre-forward? I think it's football support. I think it is, but again, it's the old bit chicken in the egg situation there. Um, that, um, yeah, one obviously want more um want more goal output from the forwards however um that can sometimes only be achieved by the um creativity provided by the particularly central midfield i wouldn't say our forwards have between them been missing gluts of chances would you no and i think you have convinced me in the past 24 hours especially <laughs> no. with luke varney going to burton 
today that the next person in the building is going to be a big centre forward? I think so. And we were linked with quite strong, it seemed. I mean, I think the CWTD and the local press reported that we were close to signing Danny Ward, who I think um, we're all impressed with. I certainly was when he played the Rotherham up to, up to I think, Monday. He scored nine goals in 24 games, um, including two against us um, earlier on in the season, a 2-2 draw. And I thought he looked really good. Second half, when we obviously did it, well, I thought it was Rotherham, and they went 2-1 up. Um, he was virtually playing up front on his own, and I thought he, he did really well, really, really well. Not particularly massively big, five foot eleven, but um, yeah, I would certainly welcome that. But then um, Paul Warren, the Rotherham manager, totally sort of poo-pooed that idea on Monday and said hadn't heard from, hadn't certainly hadn't heard from Ipswich with any sort of bid. So whether that was anything of that or not, I don't know. They're also linked with this Corley Woodrow, who's a um, Fulham. Young 22-year-old reserve striker, really just played one championship game this season. Again, he would perhaps fit more the, I know you don't like to refer to that as the Murphy mouldy six foot two. Um, and also another non-league striker, Oliver Hawkins from Dagenham Redbridge, 24, six foot two. Yeah, they're in the Van Rama, or the, you know, the Conference League One, the Premier League, whatever it is. He scored 15 goals to date. So, yeah, I'll, I'd welcome actually something like that. Taking, you know, I don't mind, you know, sometimes these players, Jamie Vardy's one knock for once, you know, saying this guy could be a potential Jamie Vardy, but it just shows you can pluck players from relative obscurity and, um, you know, make them into make them into something. I, 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 won't, mean, other... I won't grumble, Dave, as long as the target man is just one way of one strategy, not yeah, the exactly. only yeah. strategy. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um and the other, I mean, a couple of small bits of news, outward news. Uh, Kendall Benyu is spending, as had his loan, an older shot extended for another month. But yes, it's an extender. Extender. But I think that perhaps the more potential pertinent news is perhaps the Wolves reported interest in Luke Chambers. Any, anything in that? Well, I don't know. If you sort of read between the lines, he's out of contract at the end of this season. Um, he's 31. And I can only think that maybe would he have had, I don't know, I don't think, you know, would he have had, or for an agent had, being it is only six months away, perhaps had preliminary talks with town and maybe he's not perhaps getting, if there is another deal on the table, it's not what he hoped it would be. So maybe it's just the agent punting him around. I've got to say, Luke Seamus, for all the grief he's getting, and we all know, you'll realise, yes, for the last two or three seasons, he's played out of position. He's been that well that well worn football word. He's been a proper stalwart really for town, hasn't he? Two hundred and three games since June to since signing in June two thousand and twelve. Twelve goals, not a bad return for a centre half, right back, defender, whatever whatever he is. So um yeah, there's a lot of talk, you know, people saying, Oh, he, oh he's our you know, McCarthy's coming and said, Well he's not gonna be drop, he's our captain, he's our leader, but you know, should you should you really merit if you don't merit a place in the team? Should you merit a place on the team just because you shout louder than anybody else? I don't know, but yeah, it's not Luke Chambers' fault. He pretty much Let's been played out. Cut to the chase, Dave. Those two hundred games have not been the most successful period. <laughs> Is it time to move on from Luke Chambers quickly? Maybe so. Maybe you're right. I, I must admit, I can't really remember how he was playing. What's it said? Post, post, um, pre, pre Brexit, pre. <laughs> I can't remember how he was playing pre-Berra. Can you? I can't, really. Someone, someone, someone did a really good thing on Twitter saying that Berra was a great signing for Ipswich, but the worst possible thing 
for Chambers because that was the yeah. that was the moment he got. I agree. I, I, I seem to think you know him. I seem to think that him and Smith were, were sort of doing doing okay, but uh, I, I can't remember. And the other the other thing is, um, yeah, but what Dave, Dave quickly, have, sorry to cut you off, bud. That you would say the playoff surge and the sixth place season came with. Bearer in the influential position, and I know Jam- he did. Chambers kind of making do out wide, yeah. Yeah, and and, and maybe that that sort of master because you know as we were playing obviously so well, and maybe we've said that before. Maybe Murphy's goals just master perhaps a multitude of sins because we were up there still, but maybe did mask some other deficiencies in the team because we were were sort of nest perhaps nicking results with through Murphy's goals. Maybe I, I don't I don't know. It's a it's a tough one, Matt, but. We yeah, better, maybe, we better maybe push on, Dave. Maybe we? Yeah, just quickly, just quickly, Adam Webster. There was talk about Adam Webster going to potentially Everton or Sunderland. Um, <laughs> it transpires that Portsmouth have a twenty percent sell-on fee. So there you go. Crap. But I can't. Hopefully, can't see anything. Well, but in, like the- that. in theory, Dave, that makes him less likely to be sold because we were talking about the number needed to be five million. Well, actually, no, it doesn't. It needs to be. Six. It needs to be six million for them to even yeah. make anything near five million. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. indeed. So we'll, we'll see. Um, Portman Road last Friday evening. Very good, Dave. Very good. Um, so <laughs> we um, let's just figure out our timeline. We did a podcast. The actual Last Blue Monday podcast was way back. Seems like about eight years ago. Then we did... It's a, it's a, it's a week ago today. Then we did the pre-season um, or the mid-season. What am I talking about? The mid- this is a problem when you try and do this fast and fit everything in. We did the mid-season thing. We need to say thank you to um, the Statman and the Graham. Uh, yeah Graham from yeah, the Naked excellent. Football Show. We had a lot of lovely feedback. We're very flattered by your lovely comments. And yes, if you guys seem to want it, we will do that again at yeah. the end of the season. There's even been whispers about doing it live. Um, so. Uh-oh. Yeah, if oh, really? you if you want to see that, if enough people are up for seeing that, we'll do it as cheaply as we possibly can and have some <laughs> drinks, maybe do a little quizzy as well. Um, then let us know and we'll That'd see what transpires. Um, mm. Anyway, we're going to December the 30th, Dave, if you can cast your minds back. We just last, need to paint the month. whole picture. Yeah, last year. Um, mm. Last month, last year, yeah. Bristol City at home. So we're coming to this on the back of the hammering, the 2-0 murder by by Fulham. Yeah. Okay, and it was yeah. the, the second home game in a row Christmas in between. Um, no, it wasn't. Fulham was Boxing Day. Um, God, it seems yeah. so long ago. Right, uh, so we go to a 4-4-2, Dave. Um, I'll read you the team, and then mm-hmm. I'll give you a couple of bits to talk about. So it was Barton goal. Chambers, Berra, Webster, Kenlock, hold that thought. Ward, Skews, Brew, hold that thought. Lawrence, midfield. McGoldrick, Pittman. Um, so give me a bit on that team, Dave. Yeah, I like it. Um, I quite like that team. Liked Kenlock, certainly liked Kenlock in at, um, in at left back. And I think we'd all agree had a really good game. A bit, mis- bit of a mysterious one, wasn't it? There was talk of him coming back into the side. And then like a day or so before the game, suddenly... Um, Mick comes out and says, "Oh, actually, Jonas is doubtful with a sort of cut foot." Yeah, on the night he was uh, he was on the bench, so a bit of a a bit of an odd one there. Um, and Douglas wasn't even in the squad. Is sometimes Mick Mick does that? He will sort of leave a player out, and he won't you know suddenly won't appear in the squad for a, a game or so, and then oh, lo and behold, oh, he's back, he's starting again. Yeah, quite mm. an odd, well, not an odd one with Douglas, but um, anyway, yeah, good to see Pittman and McGoldrick up front. Yeah, like that. Yeah, cool. Um, and Bristol City lining up four four 
to Wilbraham, big up front, Abraham, Pacey, uh, Danger Men, shoved out wide. Tomlin, a centre forward, and Freeman, a centre midfielder out. Yeah, very right effective, wasn't it? Very, yeah. especially Freeman. What a waste. What a play. What a waste. Um, <laughs> Let's go to the first half, and it's Tomlin with a lovely dribble and a lovely belly, and he wins the free kick more for the dribble <laughs> and the foul. Um, Brownhill takes it straight up. But, um, quite liked he's... him. I liked that Brownhill. I thought he, he looked good. They took him off. Second half, but I thought he looked quite neat and tidy. I, pref- I prefer a grassy knoll than a brown hill. <laughs> that wasn't in yesterday, was it? No, it wasn't. Really well done. So you had a day to think about that. <laughs> I haven't. That was completely off the cuff. Like Yeah, but I didn't make any comment about brown hill yesterday, so fair play it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thanks, no, Dave. Good, good one. That's all right. Um... Grudging praise. <laughs> Grudging praise for your pros. Oh, that's that is outstanding. You know when <laughs> you know when Alan Partridge says to Dan when he I forget what he says in the pet and he goes Dan he says Dan he says God that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, ITFC with a free kick of their own. Uh, Lawrence puts it in. It's cleared back. Lobbed back in by Kenlock. Lovely stuff. Uh, McGoldrick with the left foot half volley. We wouldn't mention it if it was another player, but he's very talented and he put it over. Um, Wilbraham with the flick over the top. Um, Abraham, who basically had no Quick. service all night, yeah, engineers something out of it, and Chambers on the cover. Um, great challenge. Oh, yeah. You've got to say, brilliant cover, great challenge, in, in a sort of, more in a sort of centre-half role, wasn't it? Yeah, well, what happened, Dave, was that there, <laughs> there was a goal kick uh, not long before, and you know when the attacking team sets up with their big guy right over on the touchline, our entire yeah. back four, all, they, you know, and you see the whole the whole shape of the pitch drag across. That's what yeah. happened. So Chambers' starting position was, yeah, far more central. Yeah. But he wasn't mm. he wasn't meandering over on that instance, um, I promise. No, good cover. Um, where am I? Wilbraham and Abraham uh, work it to Brownhill. Another weak shot at Bart. Um, nice football uh, between Brew um, out on the right to Chambers. Good crossing position, nothing to it. And we're going to go to the opening goal, Dave. Um and it's a corner to Ipswich. Lawrence takes it. What happens next? It's like a question of sport. Yeah, it's a quite odd one. So Lawrence takes it and the ball breaks to the sort of edge of the box, which is outside the edge of the box. And I don't know, sort of um, Ward's a bit off balance that he gets a sort of touch on it, sort of touches it sideways to um, Webster, who plays pretty much first time ball. Good good awareness, centre half, plays, we all know he's a footballer. Good first time ball into into Lawrence. Um who is quite good at this, gets out of his feet, gets moves it from his left foot to his right foot. And dry, oh, I, I like that. He just drives across him, does he? Whips across him with, um, you know, in, 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 in swinging crossing. Um, pretty good waist height. And I've got to say, Brew, brilliant from centre midfield, um, which we've been crying out for, gets across his man. And a really, really, it's, it's a cross that makes it, just gets a good touch on it in the far corner. Great goal. Good goal. Yeah, which, which foot did Brew put that in with? Oh, I want to say perhaps he opened himself up with his right foot, but I don't know. It happened so quickly, Ben. I don't and know. And one, one of your faves, Dave, both both feet off the ground when that one goes in, wasn't it? Yeah, we like that. Yeah. We like um, that. And strangely, when the ball broke to Webster, I bet most Ipswich fans are like, oh, good, it's fallen to the right bloke. And, you know, he's going to provide <laughs> yeah. a good pass. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a centre half. Oh, no, it's your phone. Oh, you're kidding <laughs> me. You're kidding me. I didn't realise that phone even worked. There you go. Yes. Um, Abraham stretching the ITFC <laughs> defenders. Uh, if only we had a pacey forward. Um, crosses all the way over. Second phase ends up with Tomlin. Weak shot. Oh. Uh, it's just ringing and ringing, isn't it? Fuck's sake. Um, 
And we're going to go to the second half. And Lee Johnson pulls a Mick McCarthy against Fulham. And he goes three at the back, both subs, uh, fullbacks on. And then Mm. immediately, Dave, describe one of the crappiest goals you'll see all season. It's pretty pretty. Bad news. I mean, you you did a little bit more on this last night than I did. I know, you know, Brian. Well, I don't know. The ball arrives left side with um, Brian. I quite like a good, strong left-sided player. Um, uh, pretty poor attempt by. He sort of seems to skip past Chambers quite easily. Well, Chambers over overcommits, doesn't he? Over commits. Over commits, doesn't he, you know? Just just Davy's a, good, Dave, he's a fullback. A, it's hardly Ryan Fraser he's playing. Just run him down the line and you no, know, no, make him cross it. Yeah. Um, and it's quite a good cross, not you know, not a, perhaps a driven cross like Lawrence for the goal, but he's, it really hangs on top of um, on top of Barton Barrow. And what what I would say, got to be a lack of communication there. You know, that in my opinion, that should be the keeper's ball. But anyway, there's a, a slight collision between him and Barrow, so some certainly confusion there. And like you would expect, any good striker who is about to tap in for his 15th for the season, Tammy Abraham's there on the spot. Yeah, problem with this, Dave, is we discussed it all last night, so we're agreeing on everything. Um, I, to- yeah. I totally agree. I think um, that you got John Bonham in there with you or something. Um, yeah, funny enough, I have. Yeah, for a I, so, Do you know, is, yeah. this, is this wrong? There was a bloke in the gym today and he had a Who tattoo on his back. So in a straight in a state. What, 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 like, what like a quadrophenia thing? Yeah. No. So yeah. In, a, in a state of undress. I'd started right. talking to him about the Who because I'd read his tattoo on his back. Although I've just realised John Bonham wasn't in the Who. That was Keith Moon, wasn't it? But there you go. Um, but hey, yeah, drummer. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I think when it's inside the six-yard box, I think whether you know whether Bearer's there or not, but you know Bart needs to come out. He's got the advantage of his arms, which means he can go a foot higher than everybody else. I, and, He's got a really. That, I mean, Bear is a unit. He's got to really claim that and clear Bearer out. You know, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, there was certain lack of communication there anyway. Um, yeah, Bearer, like Bearer said, would rather take a whack from his own goalie than have you that see, happen. You yeah. would, and Bearer being Bearer, I'm sure he would. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ipswich win a soft free kick in from Lawrence, headed back across, and Ward can't quite get much power on the header, but um, arrives nicely. I mean, what, what I would say, <clears throat> what I would say. Um, Really, after the goal, we, we did quite well. I thought we sort of bounced back quite well from that because, um, you know, I, I can't really remember in between, you know, after that goal, Bristol, you think, oh, Christ, you know, danger of losing this. But I didn't really think we ever looked in trouble, did you? Bristol, well, was, I thought yeah, Bristol City I, were poor. Yeah, they, they offered very little and played in yeah. a very, very basic style as well. Yeah, I they? think, I think you know, yeah, they were really... I would, point I would suggest, Dave, they had five good minutes after half-time and they actually managed to score in there. Yeah, I agree. In their I five agree. good minutes. Uh, good drive mm-hmm. forward by Ken Lock here. McGoldrick on the kind of left-wing position, cuts in, tries a very ambitious right-footed <laughs> kind of shot, Stephen Gerrard type thing, no good. Uh, Lawrence with another cross. Webster heads back across and Pack is back defending and <laughs> quite yeah, a powerful header, heads it towards his yeah. own goal. Off the crossbar, got Dave. Got, got away with that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, keeper was nowhere on that. McGoldrick to Ward down the right into the corner of the box. And Lawrence, who does like a shot, and Pittman doesn't like <laughs> the fact that Lawrence does like a shot, but when we get to the QPR <laughs> game, this is all going to be validated. Um, and it's straight at fielding. And then, praise Mick McCarthy, an attacking substitution in the mm. 71st minute. Um, and it's Dazelle on for Brew, Dave. Yeah, I, I think I can see that. It was quite an open game. Um, 
I think you just said Bristol City weren't, weren't really offering anything from them, despite, you know, they've got Freeman there, but he was he was non-existent. Tomlin, I'm pretty non-existent. Um, you know, it was a good open game at that stage for Dizel to come on, to, for Dizel to, you know, make an appearance and come on. But all I can say is he really showed, he showed his class in the, you know, remaining 20 minutes. I thought he absolutely superb. Uh, so it's Dizel with the slide rule pass to McGoldrick. He sets yeah. Lawrence clear, runs at the defence, drives at the keeper and again I've just made a note Pittman well positioned he's making the runs <laughs> Mr Pittman um, Webster with a now trademark break forward he wins a corner Lawrence pings it in Chambers is at the near post is there a handball shout here Dave against yeah, they, they, yeah they're making a shout for that I'm making a shout I don't know but optimistic yeah, I think so. No, not not even seen those ones given yet. Optimistic, I think. And then Ipswich Town manager Mick McCarthy supplements his one attacking change by bringing on the excellent Freddie Sears, albeit to play down the right wing. More of which in a second. Um, lovely ball around the corner from Pittman here. A Stefan Johansson-type pass here. Sears, David chases in behind. He's on the edge of the area. Flint makes a good tackle, but kind of knocks it away from fielding. <laughs> Sears runs around fielding. You could play the um, Benny Hill music here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all... Sears is about to get it. And then Fielding flicks it away from him. So then Sears is facing away from goal, turns back, hits it with his left foot. And who's the covering defender? I got this wrong yesterday, Dave, didn't I? Think it's, I think it is Robbins, yeah. And it's a bit unlucky because Sears tries, I think, to go back across him and he just gets his trailing leg to it. So good defender. I don't think someone near me was really knocking Sears. Oh, bloody Sears, you know, don't expect him to score two goals in 40-odd games or whatever. But I think Sears pretty much did everything right. It wasn't particularly... A weak effort. He tried to go back behind the fullback, you know, or sorry, the covering defender. And yeah, he's a bit unlucky. Just Look, goes come on, leg to it. Come on, he Dave. Let's, 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 let's behave here, Dave. Um, regardless of my Sears fetish, Bristol City performed three last ditch challenges in the same move. I think there was some pretty good defending going on there, wasn't there? Oh, no, 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 there was. Yeah, he, he should have scored, but no, good defending, both, you know, just prior and, and you know, obviously on the line. However, uh, that was. Yes, um, so Dizel travelling forward, feeds McGoldrick, runs at the penalty area. Um, weak kind of side foot finish. We, we see quite a few of those from, from Mr McGoldrick. Now, Dave, I've got to, I've got to um, pick you up on something. Yesterday, you already had a go at describing one of the greatest goals in Ipswich Town's oh, last year. Oh, yeah, you thought, year. you thought I was a bit downbeat, didn't you? I did. Would you like to take on Brett Just Pittman's wonder. winning goal? Just one of the best goals I've ever seen. Um, so <laughs> never mind Maradona eighty six. <laughs> so good, um, really good interplay between um, Larry Lawrence and um, Lawrence and Sears. And um, you quite rightly said yesterday, you know, Sears makes that run from really quite deep, doesn't he? He's inside and, his inside his own. Yeah, home, and if to be fair, if I have been critical of Sears in the past, Wrongly. not particularly for his okay, not particularly for his lack, not necessarily for his lack of goals, as we all know, he's been from playing that position. From midfield, but his final ball, Ben, is so frustrating. Top, top assists, he, top assists last last season. Two off, two off the league leader of Alan yeah. Judge. I think that's that's like five from eighty attempts. Um, and um, but stats he, um, don't lie. Nine. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. And um, yeah, a good cross, a good cross, driven cross, albeit slightly. You could say slightly as it transpires, slightly behind Pittman. However, the cross did take the two or three defenders out, and um, oh, it's just a great. It's a class wow. finish, isn't it? It's just a class finish. It's not not a full out bicycle kick. It's a really clever finish. He sort of, you know, as the ball drops over his shoulder, he just sort of hooks it back, you know, over his head. It's a it's a great goal, great great finish, and probably yeah, maybe Pittman. I'm not sure anyone else could have um, within our um, 
Yeah, within our start, we could have uh, could have pulled that one oh, off. Adam Webster or Man- well, Manuel Fetis. Um, probably, probably, yeah, Manuel Fetis. Great girl, <laughs> really, really, uh, really great girl. Obviously, yeah, I'm not... trying to think. Last overhead kick by I remember a Bournemouth Whoa. player scoring an excellent overhead kick at Road. I think it was. Uh, oh, oh, Steve oh, Cook tell you, was, that it? was Steve Steve Cook. Yeah, Steve Cook. Who's been played every minute? Because I was only speaking to someone about this today. Unbelievable! I don't, oh, I'll come up there. Played every minute of every game this season for for Bournemouth. Steve Cook and one of Jordan, my son's mates, um, went to university. Who went to university with? Played football with Steve Cook. Played non-league football with Steve Cook. And said, "Yeah, pretty average, really. Not not that special." Um, it just shows what an eye for a player and good coaching can do, can't it? Yeah, I, I heard Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank talking about um, Cap, <coughs> Cap de Villa, the um, Valencia... Oh, no, wow. the no Villarreal left back who left won, yeah, yeah, won the wow. World but, Cup, and he said he was said he was no good. Yeah, <laughs> wonder won, of a left, won, wonder of a left back, won the World Cup and the Euros. So hey, wasn't he di- displaced by Jordi Alba? He's pretty average as well. But anyway, go on. Um, so yeah, we we <clears throat> score the winning goal with a quite ludicrous overhead kick from Pittman. Um, it was all very very beautiful. I must confess, um, I think Bristol City had a touch of the. Ipswich is about them in that they have three excellent players, um, Abraham, Freeman and uh, Tomlin. And Abraham's kind of up and long balls are going up to Abraham. And um, the two creative guys have not played in a position in the style of football to uh, allow them to do anything. So I'm quite sympathetic to the plight (laughs) of Bristol City fans and... um, yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't see Johnson lasting in that job um, Certainly much don't longer. play to their strengths. I've been saying that for weeks. I mean, Bristol City, as we know, there's investment there. There's money there. You know, look at the ground, look at the development of the ground. You know, there's money behind that club. I, I Surely, how long are they going to let it let it go for? Are they going to let him, you know, are they going to let him loose, you know, in, the, in a transfer window? I mean, that's, you know, that, would, the way they're you? going. Well, I'm, probably not. I mean, the way they're going. I mean, they're sliding, aren't they? Again, they're perhaps a bit fortunate, although obviously... Blackburn are showing signs. They're a bit fortunate. There's Wigan and Rotherham there, but yeah, they could easily get sucked uh, sucked down into it. Until you know, you need to put a, put an end to that. And well, look what happened. We'll go on to that. Well, briefly in a minute. You know, look what happened on um, you know on Monday. Let's do some um, tweets. Let's do some tweets, Dave. Uh, Simon... I mean, I just quick, just just quick. I thought Dezel was tweets. just was great from the get go. And uh, what I liked about him just quickly was he was. Uh, Always looking to always looking to push forward, always looking to pass the ball forward and quickly and sharply as well. So yeah, I think you deserve to mention that. I think um in terms of passing through from midfield to to the yeah. attackers, he's the best we've got, actually. I think he is. And what I like about him, we we said this in the forward one last night, he's got that nice disguise pass, almost that no eyes pass, that nice disguise pass. And he plays and you know me. very firmly and very accurately as well. And you, you know me, I just love all left footed players. I just love to see it. Like someone who's aware, plays with his head up. Yeah, needs to get stronger. He does. And I can, I can, I can fully appreciate why, you know, the manager doesn't play him in certain, you know, certain games. All right. We, we said a boxing day he struggled against, you know, McDonald is a unit in he, but brilliant. Um, hopefully we'll see a lot more of him, you know, between now and the end of the season. Yes. Um, right. Tweets uh, at Simon the Hat played Scar and no Uglas and we won. Speaks volumes. Um, yeah. Peter B. Kenlock so much better footballer than Nooseless. 
not although not as strong. Uh, we must keep him in now. No more Dougie either. Uh, Paul Sparrow, what do we all think of Skazel tonight? I think we covered that. Oh, by the way, um, Cole Skews looks much better with a talented passer next to him. I think I'm not saying well, he's we, any good. We know that. I think it hides his obvious. Oh, it does. I mean, if, passing yeah, deficiencies, at, yeah, doesn't it? Look at the look at the season before last when he's playing with Bishop playing alongside him. You know, no one no one was giving him grief then. I think the annoying thing about Skews, and we don't know what he's been instructed, is the there's no willingness to try um, adventurous passing. Not not even remotely adventurous. You know, not even like ten percent up the adventurous passing scale. No, and, no, he'll he'll get the ball and he'll always look to move it. And the much. amount of times so, he so gets the ball and passes it straight back to the guy who's just given however, it to him. However, which we'll get to in a minute. What we're yes. we going to get to. Well, you were at the game. Oh, God. Excuse. Yeah, yeah. He's got an assist, didn't he? Jesus. Um, <laughs> Martin says, great move for the winning goal. Uh, Mrs. Nuts, I think Nudson's cut foot needs a few more games out. Chris Bolton uh, on Kenlock. Uh, he has to play. He didn't deserve to be dropped off the Birmingham. Really hope Mick gives him a run. And uh, Richard says, uh, would be harsh on Kenlock to not keep his place. Right. Indeed, you know, just, just quickly, I, I thought I had a really good game, especially first half. I thought Graham Ward had his best game for a long, long time. Yeah, he's a good, good player, man. Good player. Persevere, yeah. persevere with that guy. All will be well. Um, right. Our sponsors, Dave, this year are FanDuel. That is F-A-N-D-U-E-L. You probably know the drill now if you're a podcast regular. Um, that FanDuel are one day, one week and fantasy football. This is not fantasy football as we've grown up with where you get the newspaper in August and you pick your team that lasts for the rest of the year. This is no. much no. quicker, much more efficient. And for those of us with short attention spans, oh, look, an owl. For those of us with short attention spans, you can get in and you can get out very quickly. It does not matter if your forward gets substituted. Get them out. It doesn't matter if anyone gets injured. Move on. Play next week. Now, we have a promo code. It is Blue Monday 30. That's Blue Monday 30. One word. So you're going to tap that promo code in, and if you deposit, sorry, Blue Monday thirty three zero, as in the number thirty at the end. Um, if you deposit ten pounds, then FanDuel for the next four weeks will give you five pounds credit. So you're basically getting twenty pounds for nothing, and that is encouraging you to play Dave's favourite game, the fan favourite, which you're um, doing quite well, chipping away at each week, Dave. I am, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a great. Uh... A great bit of luck. Week before last, I think I was the last. I was in the hundred and sixty fourth place, and I was the last. So you don't player. need to be anywhere near was, the top to to be in the money, right? No, you don't. And what was what was quite odd about that one? I was comfortably. This is how FanDuel works. I was comfortably in the money, and um, I mean comfortably. If I said I was hundred sixty fifth, I was like a hundred, so well in the money, just in that winning a tenner. And then the um, dubious gold panel. Um, then suddenly decided to quite rightly oh, this was to, credit, Pedro, wasn't it? to credit Pedro's yeah. goal, which was going about ten yards wide, to an own goal by Macaulay or something like that for West Brom. So I was immediately demoted. This is how it works. I lost fifteen points for a goal, and um, yeah, just scraped in. However, but, I'm to, yeah, so, sorry, Dave. Another fun facet of it is if you're not going to a game and you want to have a bit of fun, playing along in real time, and you can watch Brilliant. yourself go 
up and it's down. Really good. It can be a bit heartbreaking, can't it? Because I, I think we see the optimism <laughs> and then well, other people I had come that, through. I, I've, done, I've done one over the last three days. So Monday, we're probably going to Monday last night and tonight. And um, literally when we were doing the, the, uh, the aborted pod last night, I was following my fan deal. And I was, um, I, was, I was at one stage like 120th and I went down to like 200th. Then in the 90th minute or 89th minute, Zaha scored for Palace. And I was up to about 120th again, which is where I am now. With um, I've still got Gary Cahill to play tonight, so um, yeah, good news. I should be uh, should be on for something tonight, anyway. Up and down like a yo-yo. So you can uh, be a bit more <laughs> aggressive than Dave's been, and you can play for higher stakes and yeah, higher you, winnings. Yeah. But as has been widely reported, Dave's son Jordan, uh, maybe week three, week four of the sponsorship, yep. took 500 pounds home for a five pound investment. Third. On the Finish fans' favourite finishing in yeah. third place. That is a 100 to 1 payout for picking <laughs> a fantasy football team, hey? Um, so, download the app on the iTunes store or the Google Play store, wherever you get your apps. It's FanDuel, F A N D U E L. Um, ITFC Alex says, forgot I had money in the bank after using your promo code a while ago. Got back on the fence. Finding money is one of life's great things, isn't it? Finding money you didn't, uh, like, didn't yeah, know clean, you had, hey? Clean, hoovering, hoovering behind the, underneath the, the cushions of your settee or something like that, isn't it? And, and finding a, I don't know, a £2 coin. Lovely nugget. stuff. Brilliant. Um, Love so it. type in the promo code BLUEMONDAY30, uh, as in BLUEMONDAY30, all one word. And please tweet us in your teams and whatnot. We're really interested. And also tag FanDuel in it because it makes us look like we're worth sponsoring. Um, right, Dave, we're going to go from from a mush in Shepherd's Bush. Bush, Bush, what song is that? No wing contacts. No, that would be um, only... Only Fools and Horses. But the opening theme tune to Only Fools and Horses because the um, closing one is different, isn't it? Stick a bunny in your pocket. Or is no, it... it's not. It's the same song. No, it's that. not. One goes... Doof, 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 doof. We got it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, no, it's the we... same song. No, it's not. The chorus is no income tax, no VAT. Yeah. And the um, other Outro. one is... Stick a bunny in you because if you are the best and then you don't... Well, that's have... the same, that's the same not song. not the same song. It's, it's a completely different tempo. And it it's is got, the same song. It's where do only fools and horses It's the same song. It's the same song. Rubbish. It's okay. the same song. Put tweet, it out there. Tweet us in. Tweet us in. That is two different songs. Um, what do I do brother, for a living again, Dave? Because, brother... Say again. I'm, I'm a professional musician. You're arguing with me about two different songs. I'm not. It's the same song. <laughs> I hope I'm not wrong about this now. You are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out on Twitter. Um, where are we going? Why do I? Why was um, I talking about West anything? Shepherd's West, Bush. West, That's bush, why. Bush, 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 bush. <laughs> Don't, because I'll go through the two songs again. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. 
NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, the two different songs. Um, right, uh, QPR v ITFC. Dave, through the sparkling West London sunshine, yeah. riding on a silver unicorn comes a three five two. Oh my goodness um let me give you the teams before i wet myself in sheer excitement um bart in goal chambers in the middle of the three at the back uh bearer to his left webster no webster in the middle of the three at the back uh chambers to his right bearer to his left everyone still follow me uh josh emmanuel in the team right wing back uh miles kenlock left wing back uh cole skews kevin brew and I was going to say Liam Lawrence then. Tom Lawrence in the central midfield. Uh, Dave McGoldrick, Brett Pittman up front. Although how it panned out was that sometimes Lawrence was actually further forward than McGoldrick, which kind of sums up how they both play as well, don't they? One's a forward-thinking midfielder. Because you would know, because you were there. Yes, I was, and I was sat in the homestand as well, which was naughty. Um, Stubbsy on Twitter says, nice prediction on the mid-season review podcast using a 3-5-2, Ben. Looks like it's happening today. Um, th- this is the critically acclaimed mid-season review that you should all go and download if you haven't listened to it because it wasn't on yeah. Monday. Um, Dave, 3-5-2, do you share similar levels of excitement that I do? Yeah, I liked it. I, liked, I loved it. Um, like the two young fullbacks, absolutely, which is what we're you know, talking about with regard to the Five-point plan. Great to see. Um, okay, let's get into it. A uh, long ball over the top. And Mackie is a, Jamie Mackie's a nuisance, Dave. He's not He's not like the most silky player. But he's dogged. Dogged. He's a, tri- he's, a, he's a trier, isn't he? That's yeah. brilliant, Dave. You've done dogged and stalwart in the same pod. Can you throw, yes. can you throw aggrieved in at some point? I'll put it in at some point. Go on. <laughs> Good. I think, I said, should I tell you when I put it in? Round about the 70th minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, intercepted by Bart. Um, stop stop drumming, Dave. It's picking up on your Skype. Um, right, go on. Um, right, Silla with a long ranger straight at Bart. More of him later. Um, Skews into Pittman. Lovely expense. Uh, adventurous chip through ball by Brew. Uh, sorry, chip through ball by Pittman. Sorry, Brew is nearly in. Keeper deals with win the corner. Corner comes in from Lawrence. Uh, the next phase, Kenlock crosses in, ends up with Lawrence, plays it to McGoldrick. He kind of shifts it, Dave, out onto his right and pretty powerful shots in the near post. Nice to see McGoldrick going for power rather than some poncy curler yeah, on the floor. He, he, he likes that sort of gay curler, does he? Good <laughs> save, yeah. Good save from Smithy. He's gone down low, didn't he? Can, can, can I just say the Blue Monday podcast is very much a gay rights podcast. We, we love our gay oh, listeners. Sorry, what the, oh, sorry, yes, we do. Sorry. Yes. I, no. I meant nothing by that, of course. Sorry. Of course you did. 
Um, right, Ipswich. Uh, where, what am I doing? You completely throw me now. Um, Dave, for about 20 minutes, I thought we played beautifully. I thought we played in a real camp and debonair. <laughs> we played like a team of Oscar Wilde's. Um, no, yeah, we, seriously, with Dave. John Inman, with John Inman in centre <laughs> midfield. No, we did. We, seriously. We did so Chambers is look. He looks comfortable in the inside right thing. Uh, Webster's the spare man at the back. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because he's the best mm. on the ball. The two fullbacks play. are both young and they can run and run. And they're both actually, Kenlock especially, very good on the ball. Skews obviously looks better in a three-man midfield and better when Douglas isn't there. No offence to Douglas, but just as the combination of both of them. Bruce coming to get the ball. And like I said, Lawrence is going forward and McGoldrick's going back. That must be difficult to mark. To me, the whole system worked really well. God, I'm looking forward to seeing that in the next game. Maybe not the next game. The next league game. Um, but then, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Kenlock gets one in the face. Uh, Rangers get a throw in in the right wing position. And I'm afraid you're going to have to describe the opening goal for Rangers. Oh, that's a poor one. It's a throw in by Perch. And a, what a great throw. It's a, a Knudsen-like throw, wasn't it? Just an airy-fairy sort of long throw. And uh, I mean, he doesn't get pushed or anything. Berry just misjudges the flight of the ball gets caught underneath the ball and ends up really heading it backwards, which then I think Webster is certainly not expecting it. And his man, Silla, um, sort of gets away from what I've got to say. What a great swivel and volley from Silla. Only for about seven yards, but great technique. And he just, just hammers it in as in Bart's got no chance from there. I think it's a bit unfortunate. Berra, well, I guess he mistimes his jump, does he? He certainly gets caught out on that. That in turn, I don't think you can criticise Webster too much for that. That basically throws Webster off balance and, you can't legislate for that. It's just a great, only from about six or seven yards, but it's a great finish, isn't it? I think you nailed it, yeah. Um, I think if Berra doesn't touch that, um, I think Webster's really tight on Silla. And yeah, he's yeah, got, yeah. got it sort yeah, of covered. Yeah, he's going to get something on it. Yeah, because I don't think Silla's the biggest, is he? Great finish, great finish. Yeah, he really smashed it in, didn't yeah. he? Well, I think it's... Yeah, what you um, can say about that. A couple more bits. Uh, long ball from Webster. Pittman with a rare kind of aerial win, um, to your point about target men. Um, McGoldrick volleys over the top. Uh, Lawrence with the free kick delivered in. Headed, headed out. Gets a second go. Chambers is at the back post, um, Dave, and he half volleys it. And Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the ball across the box might have been... The better option there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good can, when players back themselves and have a go. But yeah, was, it is perhaps yeah. you, you know in that case you can say the ball fell unfortunately to the wrong player. But there I you go. love it when you roll your R's. I say that every time, don't I? Brilliant I stuff. Just get aggrieved yeah. in. Can you roll your R's in aggrieved? Right. Say aggrieved and roll the R. Aggrieved. <laughs> it doesn't really work. Aggrieved. Lovely stuff. Um, uh, before half-time, a uh, bit of a nasty concussion for Silla. He didn't yeah. really know what day of the week it was. and I, mean, I think he wanted to continue like all players do, but no. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. And Washington comes on, Dave, who we bid for this past August. Um, By all accounts, we did, yeah. After um, Murphy was sold. Right. Now, Dave, <laughs> this is the bit where I'm going to start to get disappointed because... Um, we, I thought we played well. We had, we were doing something new and exciting. Mm. And bearing mm. in mind how the season's gone so far, well, if we continue doing the same thing, not a lot is really going to change, is it? Um, yeah. And the teams come out for the second half, and Emmanuel's off, Ward's on, and we've gone back to the four-four-two. Now, am I right to be so disappointed? 
I I don't think so. I think it, it just reverts back to his tried and test. And we've seen it before. I mean, you know, Christ, we saw it at the Forest game at home where he changed systems after four minutes, wasn't it? I mean, all right, they scored in 17 seconds when Osama Longa scored. But, you know, he just completely changed his formation in four minutes. So, you know, he is always blinks first, as Mills, as Mick Mills said on the radio. I mean, like it or not, I don't know your feelings on this. Mills said that, OK, look, you, surely, you know, you've gone for this new formation. Like you, he said, we seem well in control. Yes, we gave a, perhaps a poor goal away, but very much, pretty much. That was a bit of an aberration, that goal. Yeah, it wasn't, against the run of play. Yeah, it no, was against the run against, of play, yeah. Against the run of play. And Mills thought, which I know, you know, he said, come on, you know, you should at least give it another 20, 25 minutes. I know you don't agree with that to a point. Dave, but I'd, I'd give it another 20 games. Yeah, OK. I yeah, think yeah, go yeah. with it, man. Look, I mean, really also, what was, what was perhaps possibility there, although we had a lot, of the, a lot of the play and we had a lot of possession, which was great, um, really, did we only have sort of maybe one clear-cut, or maybe two, it was the, um, you know, the create, creativity there was the, the McGoldrick shot that was quite well saved yeah, by Steve's low down. Dave, this and the is Chambers all... shot over the bar. Yeah, sorry to, sorry to go over you. Um, this is all short-term stuff. What else happened in the first half is we kept possession... Um, the personnel looked like they fitted the system better. It seemed to um, alleviate certain problems that you have with other players. And the other thing is, if we were going to score a goal with that system, it would be a simple goal because we're getting players forward round the back into the area. Whereas most of the goals we score at the moment are kind of weird happenstance where we yeah. have three different phases in the attack and we're relying on winning back. I mean, how can you plan for three no, phases in an attack and winning the ball back um, uh, I, I think it's a long term thing and I, I think he should stick with it yeah you feel passionately about this don't you I um, I am um, sort of somewhat playing the sort of devil's advocate here and just looking for any string of any sort of reason why he would do it but yeah that's the only one I can think of however however Three minutes after. Oh, don't. Well, well, Dave, can I take you back to last season? And you made a a comment that I thought was pretty uh, shrewd, where you said the worst thing that happened after Mick reverted to type after the Reading game and, you know, Fraser's Pittman, Sears was no more, was that um, he had that... Ugly win at Leeds. He had his decision affirmed by a win at Leeds. And unfortunately, immediately after he changed to 4-4-2, he had that decision affirmed by, well, another ridiculous goal. So, um, I mean, Pittman to Chambers to Skews. Away you go, Dave. You've got to say, great play from Skews. I mean, you know, you, we've been talking about him being um, you know, the, not the most proactive of, of players, not the most forward-thinking of players, but great stuff. You know, rolls the ball inside and for, no wonder he threw, threw everybody, really, because how many times would he bring that ball inside on his right foot and just lay, lay a 20-yard ball square to Kenlock and stretch the play? No, no, no. He um, he looks like he's going to play that pass, but does a little cry turn inside himself, turns himself inside out, and plays a great ball with pace. I've got to say, a Dizelle like ball, you know, Friday night. And ball. Dave, with... that that Cruyff turn is what gives Lawrence the extra touch. Oh, absolutely, to absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you could be critical, Lawrence. Yeah, I think you're right. They did give Lawrence the extra bit of bit of time. I think it threw everybody. Um, if you were critical, yeah, you know, you'd have been. Well, it's a great story. You'd have been disappointed because he wasn't closed down, but. What a strike. I mean, he just gets it out of his, he just get, he wow. just gets out of his feet. I think that's worth a whack. He gets it out of his feet and, um, oh, you know, posting in, but still rises and went in and um, a definite thunder. I'm going for what, it. Uh, despite what Daryl, despite what Daryl. I'm going says. for it, Dave. That's a thunder bastard. Right. So uh, really quickly, 
scored two amazing goals in a row. Which one was better, Pittman or Lawrence? See, I like... Pittman's a very good guy. I like Lawrence's. Oh, okay. Right, Washington gets in behind. So we won now. We won one now. Uh, Washington gets in behind. Decent pace, but saves it. A quick throw in from Lawrence. McGoldrick strong, dribbles away. He's occupying three. Gets into the box. Shoots for the near post. Uh, Smithies tips it into the side netting. Strong play from McGoldrick. Uh, Lawrence throws it to Kenlog, who just abuses James Perch. Kind of half <laughs> note. Completely Fantastic play. Yeah, I mean... Dribbles into the box and Perch can't touch him. There's people in the box, but he goes yeah. for the shot. We can forgive him that, can't we? I think we can. A little bit of... I think showing he's inexperienced there, but I think you made a very good point where you said that, um, you know, had it been a Lawrence or maybe a McGoldrick or someone... Oh, with, Pittman you know, had Pitt, ripped his head we have seen Pittman have head off like that before. It would have almost been a Beckford Doyle moment, perhaps, wouldn't it? By, by but, the um, way, just just saying yeah, this about way. Pittman, I I actually like strikers like that who oh, are, me too. are yelling at you know, give me the yeah, ball quite. and I'll score. So yeah. we're not criticising yeah. Pittman, right? No, not at all, Dave. Let's go to Subgate because the next two bits of action are two Ipswich Town subs. So it's one-one. QPR have kind of scored a goal from a long throw-in. Um, and, and created bugger all. And created bugger all, other than Mackie kind of running in around yeah. the back. And Hustle, yeah. we get, first of all, Jonathan Douglas for Kevin Brew, it's... and then Jonas Knudsen for Miles yeah. Kenlock. Um, I mean, first of all, your what... thoughts on the substitutions, and then your thoughts on, I don't think Douglas himself was booed, but the substitution was certainly booed. Um, I think the crowd was somewhat correctly aggrieved. Hey. By, um, hey, by, I mean, certainly the first one. I mean, but, you know, what gets me this is and after the game, you know, we all know how it, how, how what transpires, bit of spoiler alert. Um, but, you know, after the game, the manager comes out and says, oh, yeah, you know, Kevin Brew is blow, blowing out of his backside. You know, why? What? Hang on. What? How? Why? You know, why do you pick a guy then who, who, you know, who you know can't, can't, you know, central midfield, why would you pick him if you know he's not going to last 90 minutes? I don't, I don't understand that, Ben. I yeah, don't well, understand that yeah. at all. And he only played 70 minutes on um, on Friday night. I don't get it. Well, what do, you, what do you think it says on, on Kevin Brew's work permit? It says he's a footballer. How long's a football match? Yeah, <laughs> yeah brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. No, absolutely. Um, I, I, sorry, mate. I just, I just don't get that at all. There was no sign of him being injured, unlike as it transpires... Um, Kenlock had a calf injury, and um, Pat, you know, our mutual friend that was there, said he was, you know, he's limping and looking over yeah, to the bench yeah, a couple of minutes enough. before. Dave, so you're, fair you're... enough. There's no criticism there, but the first one, let's just what, what is it? What is well, that? Dave, yeah, you're good at you're good at Dave, you're good at you're good at devil's advocate. Yeah. Tell tell me, try and argue me away that that Douglas for Brewer affects the game to to make well, us better. Well, it doesn't. It just, it, it just what is, it, to my mind, that's just playing for a point, isn't it? When we're in the ascendancy, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, if we're in the ascendancy and you can see Brew is blowing a bit and maybe is, I don't know, stroke, how we know, we don't know, he might have cold, whatever. Um, you know, put on Sears, put on Sears, play Ward. And rather than, rather than booing as well, Dave, the, the, yeah. have you heard this, um, we've got Dazelle, Andre Dazelle, I just don't think you understand um, chant as well. You'd rather hear that one. Although, I think the Ipswich yeah, fans you know, need to work a bit on their rhythm because Achy Breaky Heart is kind of, don't tell my heart, my breaky heart. What are you? What, we've what are you? got Dazelle. You know, it needs to be a bit more snappy you, rhythmically, doesn't sorry, it? Sorry, I've got to stop you there. 
What do you know? You thought Only Fools and Horses intro and outro were two different, wait two till, different songs. Wait till you don't the, know nothing. Wait till the battering you're going to get on Twitter about this, Dave. George, get the, get the box set down. <laughs> um, right, <laughs> oh, anyway. Actually, no, we'll, just, we'll just put on Dave, don't worry, or Gold. We've, um, got, we've got lots of tweets on, on the substance. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, anyway. El Kayate <laughs> gives it away to McGold. Excuse returns it to him, plays it to Lawrence, who drives forward. He gets in the box. He swipes at it with his left foot, and Pittman goes mental at him. Um, yeah, and Dave, quite, 83rd minute, stop drumming. Um, 83rd so, minute, Webster, he kind of comes off his <laughs> position and gives the ball away to Anua, and he's <laughs> just slightly too far ahead of um, Vosliere. Uh, What's going to happen? He's a bit unlucky, isn't he? The clearance could go anywhere, and he just volleys. That's a hoof, clearance. Dave. That's a hoof. Yeah, That's is. not it a Glen Hoddle pass, is it? No, it could go anywhere, couldn't it? And it just happens. It just goes straight, straight. Does he have to break stride in there? Does he gets out of his feet? And really, well, Webster just gets caught out of position, I guess. But what I've got to say, what's he there before? What a touch! What a touch! <laughs> he he, and you're not he, he me, killed Bart with that touch, didn't he? Both. He killed Webster and Bart. He, did, he takes yeah, yeah, it yeah. away from both. And and I tell you what, he could try and take that ball. In that position, nine times out of ten, he just you know run straight to bar or the touch would be heavy and run out for a goal kick. Great goal, great yeah, say great goal, great take, great finish. Give some credit to the forward, but yeah, poor goal we concede. And that one is down on Webster. He just get he just gets caught again. Weirdly, a bit like Bear up for the first goal, a bit under the ball. He just gets caught out of position. So great finish, but. Yeah, is his fault. Right, his we'll fault. do some um, tweets and then we'll just finish on substitute gate. Yeah, um, go on, yeah. Uh, David Pascoe, uh, we've scored more goals than Derby. Sadly, we have less brains, composure, or will to win games consistently than them. Uh, Tim Pashley, might as well pack up Lawrence's locker. He will be gone soon. Uh, Stubbsy, I know it's I know it's crazy. 1-1 one, one, and we've got a great chance. So on comes Nudless. Total madness, hashtag Mikel. Uh, Nick played well today and adapted to 3-5-2 quickly. Lots of positives. Douglas Sub was questionable, but Kenlock had a lock. Um, had a knock. I agree with Nick. For the first 20 minutes, they were a bit wobbly down the sides, but they really did seem to get to grips with it well yeah. in the first half. Uh, Adam Flat, talk about killing momentum with two negative and unnecessary subs. Sam Willingale, you don't go for three points. Negative subs, you never do subs. You get stung. Mick out. So Dave against Bristol City, 71 minutes to Zell and then Sears and you go from 1-1 to a 2-1 win Pulse, against QPR, yeah. Douglas and Nudson. And this is not a matter of opinion, this one. We can actually talk in hard fact that Mick made the changes and then lost the game. I mean, here's the thing, here's the thing I'd put back to you then, um, you know, looking at what happened Friday night to the game on Monday, were, you know, was it a game you could see could Dezel have come on in that game? Would QPR over definitely, physical? Definitely, yeah. yeah and I, the I other, don't get it. I don't get it. Dave, all, the man. other point as well is before Douglas came on, Ian Holloway, the, that tactical genius who's really hard to get one over on, uh, mm-hmm. brings a big centre-half, Grant Hall, goes from centre-half to um, deep centre midfield. And Ned okay, right, okay. comes so, on at centre-back. So, right. so, so Dezel would so have been all over him. But Woody, you said big. You know, he's a big lumbering centre-half. Does he think he's just going to be too physical for Dezel? No, no, he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't have been quick enough. And Dave, the other point okay. is, where does Grant Hall sit in midfield? He sits further back. What's the point us having Douglas and Hughes 15 yards back behind him? Push, uh, push on. That, I'll, Win I'll, the game. I'll never, understand, I'll never understand that. And I know someone that was... Um, someone from the within the club that was sitting with an acquaintance of ours basically said as soon as that sub was made, Christ, he's setting himself up for a fall here, and um, well, 
And he fell on his sword. We're not going to do the roundup, Dave, because we're short of time. In fact, we're just coming up to an hour now, so we'll get through this quickly. Yeah, pretty good. I think the only thing just to mention is Brighton at top. Incredible Brighton top. Um, Newcastle lost again. Seven seven games on the spin. And Conor Hurahan has five goals and 11 assists now. Sorry, not on a spin. And just quickly, one stat. I did it last night. Brighton have won eight, drawn two of their last ten. Have lost just seven games in seventy-one. <laughs> Astounding! Right, I'm going to extrapolate Dave Ipswich sit fifteen on thirty-one points. Grumpy, aren't I? You grumpy. are from twenty-five games. One point two four. Not as grumpy as me because my laptop's done something funny. Um, so one point two four, Dave. Uh, Fifty-seven point zero four. Bart Chambers, Berra still ever present. Um, Ward top of the scoring chart still with five. Pittman is behind him now on four. Um, and Lawrence moves up to three. Lawrence with four assists as well. He is our most effective player in front of goals. So three goals, four assists, seven in total. Um, right, we need to say thank you to the Renegade Statman for his um, stat and his appearance on the uh, mid-season review. And he will, if he agrees, be back at the end of the year. You can follow Statman at ChompX3 on the Twitter. He is our statistician partner. He posts about 600 times a day and is a very good follow. <laughs> Um, and this week he says the following happy new year everyone and let's hope for something better from Ipswich for 2017 hey it's not much to ask for new year new ideas Mick's taking us in a new direction and Marcus has issued his five point plan but whichever way you look at it it's still two defeats in three the victory against Bristol City had a lot to do with Mick's substitutions but the defeat at QPR was absolutely nothing to do with Mick's subs well according to Mick for me, the subs reconfirmed our opinion that Mick would rather not lose a game than win one. Dinosaur. I often get accused on Twitter of being negative. Well, guess what? I'm only quoting facts. Blame Mick, not me, the results I type into my database. However, I was spurned on by these comments to find something positive for this week's stat. It was quite difficult. Ipswich's current league record after 25 games is 1-8, drawn 7 and lost 10. The last time Ipswich had this league record after 25 games was in 1977-78 and we all know what silverware was won that season. So I now expect Mick to lead us to FA Cup final victory on 27th May and a Cole Skew's fist bump to boot. That will mean Mick has to win an FA Cup game, which he has failed to do whilst at Ipswich. Mick's current record is three draws and four losses. I'm expecting Ipswich to reach the fourth round of the Cup with a 4-2 win in the replay at Sinsil Bank following a 1-1 draw at home this Saturday. In stats, we trust. Thank you, Renegade Statman. Follow him at ChompX3. You heard it here first. The last time Ipswich had their current league record, they won the bloody FA Cup. Osborne, 1-0. Um, yeah. Right, we're going to do the CV game. Um, we already did this yesterday, and I can spoil for everyone, David got this in two. Um, so this is a bit of an interesting one, you'll agree, Dave, because there's uh, you have to. There's a point where you have to have a little bit of a, oh, flip a coin, do you know what I mean? Yeah, can I have, a, can I have another go and see if I can get it in one this time? <laughs> I think you might get it in one, Dave, because I haven't changed it <laughs> yesterday. Right, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven clubs. I'm going to list a professional footballer's career in the order he played for those clubs. You need to name said player in as few as you can. Um, a lot of people are going to get screwed after two, but everyone's going to get it after three. <laughs> are you ready? Well, you don't have to be ready, Dave, because you know what's going to happen. Here we go. Club number one, Ipswich Town. Club number two, Newcastle United. Choose carefully now. <laughs> Club number three. Oh. 
Charlton Athletic. Did you Something go for the right one? Dave did yesterday. Uh, club number four, Crystal Palace. Birmingham. Back to Ipswich. And then to Colchester. I'll run them once again. So Ipswich to Newcastle. And then, yeah, not to Wigan, not to West Ham, but to Charlton Athletic, uh, Palace, Birmingham, Ipswich, Colchester. And Dave, who was it? Darren Ben. <laughs> Darren Ambrose. Darren Ambrose. And it yeah. was a bit of a, a bit of a curveball because it could have been Kieran Dyer. It could have been Titus Bramble. Which way did been. you guess? Dave, your best Darren Ambrose moment? Yeah, um, we, we we said, didn't we, the Sheffield United game, him and that, him and the other Darren Ben, um, the Dale, well, Marcus yeah, the game ben. after after Dale Roberts passed, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant that day, weren't they? Yes. Absolutely um, brilliant. Dave, do you want to know all about Lincoln City before you go and watch Chelsea and Tottenham? Uh, yeah, go on, just give us a bit about Lincoln City, yeah. Uh, Lincoln are top got, of the National League by two points with a game in hand. Only the top team is automatically promoted to League Two, so they are in the fifth tier. They have 55 points from 26 games. 2.115 points per game. Oh, oh, They're on for 97.3. Last 10 games, 1-8, drawn 1, lost 1. Top scorer, Matthew Reed with 11, <laughs> who according to the internet weighs in a, a yes. non-league-tastic 16.5 stone. Yes. Uh, Nathan Arnold is one behind with 10. Um, a striker come winger, signed by crowdfunding venture by Wigan ah. fans, excellent work. Ah. Uh, Wigan fans, Lincoln fans. Talking about Titus Brown, wasn't I? Uh, Lincoln are managed by 37-year-old Danny Cowley and his brother Nicky, who took part-time Braintree to the playoffs last season yeah. on a very low budget. Dave, mm. what is going to happen? I would hope that uh, the manager gets his first FA Cup victory as a uh, with 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 the town really. Um, just, I've got a couple of things. It's the first time we'd have played Lincoln in a competitive game since 1961, which I think was 60-61, uh, the season before when we won Division Two, before we won the we won the league. And she said they're on a great one. And just quickly, I've got to dwell on this. They um, in in the Van Rama in the um, yeah in the National League or Conference, I still call it the Conference. They, over Christmas, they have the um, like. Um, like the, the football league used to do in years gone by, they have the home and away fixtures against the respective opposition. So they very surprisingly on Boxing Day lost lost the only defeat in the last ten was a second button Geisley on Boxing Day they lost lost away um, got revenge three one New Year's Day. However, there are another couple of fixtures um, that I would have loved to have been at um, on those days um, on Boxing Day. Forest Green Rovers played Torquay in a a, a thrilling five. Sorry, sorry, in a thrilling 4-3 Torquay <laughs> Don't victory. Don't make your punchline, Dave. Oh, I've done it. And then on New Year's Day, the return fixture at Forest Green was 5-5, 17 goals in two games, if that's not value for money. And um, I think I said last night, and you can jump in now, I can't remember any 5-5 games. Oh, ben. Alex Ferguson's last <laughs> game um, for Man United was 5-5 against West Brom. Um, Dave, I'm no longer the king of the oxymoron. You just said I'm going to quickly dwell on this. Oh, okay. All right, yes. <laughs> um, uh, so, Dave, just mark mark our cards. Tell us what you think the team's going to be nice and quick. Okay, I think it's going to be something like this. Gherkin, uh, Emmanuel, Webster, Chambers, Knudsen, Dezel, Douglas, Brew Ward, and as we did this last night, Sears and Varney. Um, Sears and Best, then. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's good. To see, it was good that we... Um, so, uh, we're up. so, on Saturday, you think we're going to get Gherkless? 
Yes, I think we might get Kirkland. Lovely stuff. Do you, uh, do you think there's a fair fair chance of that? Um, I will bow yeah, to your superior know, knowledge on this. Game. And um, me and you are going um, courtesy of our good friend um, Pat Lewis of Source One through your Office Solutions, Pat. There you go. <laughs> um, he um, he's kindly let us have his um, his Premier Lounge tickets. Ben. Oh, so we've got we've awesome. got smart enough. We've got smart enough. So uh, do you have to wear a tie. Yeah, we, when, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You have to wear a tie and a, and a tux. Do you know what? Wearing, do you know what GFY on. stands for? <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually do. I'm um, not driving yeah. a mini metro, Lynn. <laughs> no, Lynn. No. So no, just uh, ask me again. I'll just smart. talk over you. Go on. I'm not driving a mini metro. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I'm not so, wearing a tie. So one to look, one to look forward to. And just, just quickly, I've got to get this thing. It's, it's quite irrelevant. On this day, on this day, um, well, actually, I should have looked the day ahead. But on this day, when we did it yesterday, <laughs> um, in the great 1980-81, was what has trans- probably transpires to be one of the most pivotal games of the season. Town won Villa nil in the cup third round, and probably, as it turns out, the worst result we could have got. Come on, Dave, you can hype that up more. You could say that's the most pivotal game in Ipswich Town's history if it costs you know, the title. Do you know what? Ultimately, it's got to be up there, hasn't it's it? It's got to be the most pivotal game in the universe of football. <laughs> well, we, uh, that season, in, with hindsight, it's got to be up there. Yeah, um, settled by, you remember, just a... Ma- what a team goal that was, that Mariner goal. <laughs> um, right, Just let's... for the, the crossfield pass from Muren and the, the skill by Tyson. But anyway, I digress, getting all misty-eyed. Uh, let's but... do some tweets. Uh, Tom Turnbull, worth Mick McCarthy taking the FA Cup seriously this year. Aside from potential revenue from a big club fourth round, last year we found Webster during the games versus Pompey. That's a very good point, yeah. isn't it? And mm. you've mentioned, uh, oh, who's the guy who plays for Stoke? Play for John, Chester. John, John, John Walters. Walters. Yeah, yeah, we found him in the FA Cup, didn't we? Mm, uh, we Beaconbauer, as sad as it is, part of me wants Lincoln to beat us on Saturday in the hope it will shake no. Evans into action. I'm sick and tired of it. Um, Pete Teven, possibility of being outnumbered in our stadium on Saturday, hopefully not outplayed. So what have Lincoln sold now? 72,000 tickets for this game? <laughs> I, think, I think they've sold something like 5,000, haven't they? It's going to be fairly it decent away support. It was 4,800 um, wow. about, and that's, Ladies and gentlemen, would you believe it? At that point, the hard disk recorder failed. So two nights running, the laptop failed, then the hard disk recorder failed. So David has disappeared to go and watch Tottenham and Chelsea. So I just have to sit here and do the plugs. You can probably stop listening now, to be honest. Um, follow us on Twitter, at Blue Monday ITFC. You can follow Dave on Twitter, at David Diamond 3. You can follow me on Twitter, at Benjamin Bloom. We're on Facebook.com slash blue monday download the FanDuel app and use the promo code blue monday 30 and FanDuel will give you five pounds per week for four weeks if you uh, put 10 pounds into the game um if you subscribe to the podcast we thank you very very much please leave us a five-star review on itunes and a nice comment and I have to plug something else, don't I? Acast are our uh, partner for this year. So download the Acast app. Listen on there. That would be very, very lovely. Um, we look forward to seeing you. Well, I say next week. By the time I get this up, probably tomorrow. But um, we look forward to seeing you next week where we're going to have no technical hitches. Honest. Laters.
We've got some off-price crack ties, some miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep freeze, and David Bowie LPs, pool games, gold chains, wuss names, and head of push, and Trevor Francis track suits from a mush and shepherd's bush, 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 bush. No income tax, no VAT, no money back, and no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.